Welcome to Lemonade Stand, your new favorite North Carolina music podcast. What's that I hear? You're so excited to hear from Pretty Crimes of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Wow, what a coincidence. This week, I'm talking to Pretty Crimes from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Enjoy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey. How's it going? <laughs> um, you want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, uh, I'm Dan Irving. Yeah, I'm M. Edgerton. Nice. We're, we're in the band Pretty Crimes. Nice. Mm-hmm. What do you guys play in the band? I do, uh, I kind of switch between keys and rhythm guitar, and I sing. Oh. Yeah, and I do bass and guitar and sing. Is that hard, singing and playing instruments? It can be. Um, <laughs> I kind of write the parts so that I can easily play them while I sing. Yeah, Which it's, helps. it's easier if you wrote the song and the lyrics on the instrument that you're going to be playing. Okay. Yeah. But, like, a lot of times I'll have to practice and sound terrible singing and playing bass at the same time. Yeah. If, if it gets too intricate, we can just push that part off on someone who's <laughs> <Yeah>. not singing. <laughs> so you play keys and guitar? Yeah. Is that weird? It can, it can be kind of weird, at least, like, switching between them uh-huh. in the middle of sets, because, like... Uh, in the middle of performing like a guitar song, there's like a piano in front of me, and I gotta make sure not to like bang the keyboard while I'm rocking out. I was out. about to ask about that. Yeah. So you just stand. Wait. So you like play one song and then you just scoot back a little bit and start <laughs> playing, or? Uh, usually we have like a guitar on the stage behind me. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And I kind of kind of pick that up if the song needs it. How do you do? You like switch instruments during songs? Not yet. Not in the middle. It could of songs. it could happen at some point, but yeah. right now we do not have any songs that switch midway through. I'd probably cry if someone asked me to do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly probably cry. It would take a lot of coordination to make that work. Yeah, definitely. So you guys are based in Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. but yeah. you you're from. I well, I was born in Greensboro. Okay, but then I was I, gonna say I you're from North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. you're from uh, I don't even at this, remember. At this I point, it, I, I yeah, remember. at this point, I've spent a majority of my life in North Carolina. Okay, uh, I grew up up north in Massachusetts, uh, but nice. moved here like I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years ago at this point. So, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And that was so you would have been sorry, I can't do math. You would have been how old? <laughs> I was, I think, twelve okay. when I moved here. Where where in North Carolina did you move to? Uh, I moved to Apex, uh, North Carolina. Ooh, sorry about that, man. Yeah, that's hey, it's the, it's the peak of good living. <laughs> I uh, but I, I do not live there anymore. You know what? Proud of you. I had a my old band used to live out that way, mm-hmm. and so did my mom. So I sort of knew the area. I hated it. That and Carrie. Carrie yeah, sucks. It's just all <laughs> it's all suburbia there. Yeah. Carrie was Carrie's worse though. Yeah. So, Apex isn't that bad. I just I don't know. It's all compar- comparatively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Greensboro's nice though. I mean, it is now. Growing, <laughs> yeah. Growing up, it was yeah. just, like Greens boring. Like there was nothing to do. Greensboro now, rips. That was, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I love it out there. That's a weird. That's so weird to hear. <laughs> it's a. It's weird to say honestly. Yeah. Um, you guys ever go to the Ice House? Y'all nah. ever been? Not since Never I was been. 10. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that so, a house venue? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, because there's a skate rink. Oh. Like, yeah. like an ice skating rink, and I was like... At first, I thought you meant, like, I just haven't been to Greensboro in, in so many years. I no, was like, I was oh, a cool well, 10-year-old. I respect that. I went to house shows. <laughs> yeah. We actually, uh, you guys, y'all ever heard of Orphan Riot? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Their bassist, Ian's little brother, 
dude's a killer. He will, <laughs> dude, he'll hop in a pit faster than anyone I've ever met. Oh, nice. He'll start a pit if he has to. <laughs> the little dude's going to get himself knocked out in there. Um, yeah, Ice House is cool. We've, we've played the Ice House. Ice House is, was fun. That's like the only place we've played in Greensboro, actually. Other than Lucky Skate Shop, y'all ever heard of that spot? It's a it. nice place. I don't know yeah. Greensboro that well. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. I'll stop talking about Greensboro then. <laughs> um, so how long have you guys been been in the band together? How long has this been going on? Because I know you said it, you all said it was a uh, not not impromptu, but just kind of just like a oh, all right, well, okay, we'll do this. Yeah, we. Uh, I I think. Our first show was what? It's in January of 2018. Yeah, oh, January okay. 2018. So I yeah. guess that's like the official debut mm-hmm. of the band. First time we were on a bill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay. we we weren't even pretty crimes back then. We used to mm-hmm. go by the Dream Houses. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Too. One word, Dream Houses. Yeah. But uh, there were other bands that already had that name. Oh uh, yeah. So they were like, we got to move on. Got to find mm-hmm. a new one. That's always unfortunate when naming a band. Yeah. Especially if they're all like unknown bands and you're like oh i I better google this band name and it just doesn't show up you're like yes so it's like oh i love you guys i saw you here four years ago and you're like no that wasn't me (laughs) not us (laughs) it's like well we just printed 400 t-shirts so let's Mm -hmm. just throw those away and print (laughs) some new ones yeah um yeah what was it like starting out for you guys yeah it uh in reference to saying it kind of came together kind of quickly um Mm -hmm. like we we met at UNC Chapel Hill. Yeah. We were both DJs at WXYC. Nice. Uh, we jammed for a little bit, and then gradu- I graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of lost touch for a few months, and then we started jamming again. We were just kind of like just showing each other like songs that we had written, and someone and one of us would come up with an extra part for it or something. Yeah. Um, and then one of one of your friends had like a show. Yeah, one of my friends. Well, a couple of my friends from like middle school and high school in Greensboro were in a band called the Eccentrics. They're still oh. together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they were playing a show at the Cave, and they're like, "Hey, do you know any Chapel Hill bands that can be on the bill with us?" And I was like, "I'm in a band." Yeah, we're a band. <laughs> yeah, please. We're, we're a, a band. Wink, wink. Um, and so, yeah, we just hopped on and came, came up, up with a name, a name, and a set list real quick. And, yeah, all the um, songs that we had, we played. Yeah. yeah. How many? Uh, eight, Ooh, eight songs. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Just like, so you, you like written individually, and that's yeah, still impressive. Much. Eight yeah. songs is like impressive. Yeah, it was it was good for a short notice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a pretty good show. And then we we kind of like we were doing a duo thing for mm-hmm. a while after that. I think we did I want to say four shows as a duo. Yeah, probably. About. Um, but we definitely like needed more people yeah. to really like make the songs like. Get more flushed out. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, we we mostly kind of veer between, like, more poppy stuff and then, like, art poppy kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And both of those, like, you can't do super stripped back. Yeah, like, that's just, true. Like, just two people, no rhythm, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just, ever ever since, like, our fourth show as a duo, we've been a four-piece. Just. I respect that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, clearly now you have more than eight songs. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, um, so what's the song, li- song, li- song writing process for you guys, for y'all like? Uh, normally one of us will either have like a mostly finished song or mm-hmm. we've gotten to a point in the song and we can't, we're stuck, mm-hmm. you know? 
We'll bring it. We have like songwriting stuff on Tuesdays. We'll workshop on Tuesdays and like, yeah. Yeah. And like the origins of songs will be like kind of different mm-hmm. uh, each time. Like, I think for me, it's usually like chord progression and melody come mm-hmm. comes like pretty simultaneously. Like I'll okay. have like a chord progression that I think sounds pretty interesting and then I'll start just like singing something over it and then we'll develop it from there. But mm-hmm. There's been like other songs where we start more with like a, a lyrical concept sometimes. Yeah. Um, or like more of like a guitar riff or hook kind of thing, and then we write something from there. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty varied. Okay. Then and, and um, do, you, do y'all live together? Y'all yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So is there ever just like a moment where one of yous, you's like? one of y'all is just like in the living room and you hear the other playing something like down the hall you're like oh ooh 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 I like that I like that yeah yeah you burst into the other room play that again (laughs) okay never burst into the room but I've I've texted him and like gingerly knocked on the door (laughs) yeah yeah same same yeah yeah. usually usually when we play we don't really play in like the living room we usually play in our own like Uh, bedrooms other roommates Um, my girlfriend lives with us oh okay yeah. yeah Don't want to play too loud. Don't want to bother anyone. And else. and itchy. And the dog. The dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah then you got to be really careful. Yeah. Dogs are wonderful roommates, but yeah. I don't know where I was going with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um. Played a lot of shows. Eh, relatively a lot compared mm-hmm. to the fact that it's like what. 2018, 2019, then 2020 starts and it's all just yeah. completely shut yeah. down. Yeah, our um, last, our we had last taken show. like a hiatus yeah. before because we were recording, oh. and trying to finish our album, so we stopped playing shows in like mid to late October 2019. Dang. Yeah, and October we 2019 like, was our last we're show. We're like, yeah, I think in March we'll be able to play shows again. The album just will in be time to promote done. the album. Yeah, yeah. but kind of had to change that up a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so have you got y'all been working working through the pandemic uh, to get get new stuff out? Yeah, we've been uh, yeah. we've been pretty productive. Like we, you know, we set we set like a schedule kind of like just like weekly, like every Tuesday roughly, mm-hmm. we kind of get together and write stuff. And mm-hmm. then like Wednesdays, we do practice with the full band as well. Nice. Um, so like we were able to get the debut album out. Mm-hmm. Um, that took pretty considerable amount of work even after the pandemic started like we had we had a lot of it done but there was still like quite a bit of tracking and then like all the mixing Mm -hmm. um and ever since that came out like we've been like writing and hoping to uh you know get enough material together for album number two Mm -hmm. possibly like start that recording later this year um yeah we got like i don't know i want to say like maybe a dozen songs in varying states of finished i think so for it Mm mm-hmm which is pretty good. And just keep writing and see where it goes. Make it better and better each yeah. time, each each session. Yeah. And do you guys do y'all record your own stuff, or do you you go go somewhere else? Go to a, a, a what's it called studio? Yeah. <laughs> One of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the things. We, we um we worked with Ryan Chaban Chaban. Ryan from Crimson Ryan Moon Records. Ryan from Crimson Moon Records. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he recorded because we did a couple singles and we, we vibed, so we did the whole album with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, he moved to South Carolina Ooh. in May. <laughs> it yeah. put a bit of a deadline on our tracking. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, we got to get this done before you move. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we don't have, like, 
we haven't really recorded anything since then. Yeah. Um, I think like we're gonna be trying out some like possible studios. Um, like we got a few songs that, at least song ideas that we have for like singles, okay. more so than like album. Yeah. Material. So like we'll probably start with like a, f- a couple singles here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, until we like find a studio that like feels like it's a good space to work in for a longer term project. Yeah. You guys going, are y'all going to, um, so like you're saying singles, are you guys going to record the whole thing and then drop like, oh, two songs, just two songs? Or are you like, oh, here's our album, here are two singles that won't be on it, but just kind of like a, you know, same feel just to get you ready, you know, you get it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the plan is we'll just like record or we'll release the singles like as they're finished, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause they're not, they're definitely singles that aren't going on the album because they just have a different vibe but mm. they're fun and we want to put them out yeah. so get them out there yeah yeah so that when we do play them at shows people know them know, them. know what they are yeah, yeah. And where was the last place y'all played was our, was ash our house? October of like two years. Yeah, ago. I think it was. I think it was Ash House. We had, we had like a string of three shows Ooh. in, in that played. October of 2019. Yeah, it was like Duke Coffee House, or was it Neptune's? No, it was Duke. It was Duke Coffee Duke House. Duke Coffee I think. House, and then the Pinhook, the and pin then hook. Ash House. Hey, nice. Yeah. Like the Pinhook. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good show. That was that, that was, was fun. That was our like busiest, most crowded show. Which yeah, was really pin-hook. nice to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pinhook is always a great time to play. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. Do you, y'all frequent the Durham area for shows or, or more Chapel Hill? Durham I go between. Area? I mean, a lot of bands I like go to Pinhook, so yeah. I feel like I was always there. Um, going there. Saw a couple shows at Fruit Factory. I don't know if that thing that's still a thing. The Fruit. I don't know. I went to I went to a rave at Looking the Fruit. Like oh, wow. Feb- yeah. February of 2020. Oh. You mean the art studio place in Durham? Maybe. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about so okay. they get to modeling there. Last well, I knew, they were still open. Okay, cool. They're just yeah. kind of shut down right now because of COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When y'all play, do you uh, do you frequent Chapel Hill more for playing, or are y'all also out of just like, all right, well, we'll go to another city to play? Yeah, I think I think pretty much it's just kind of like if it's offered to us, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been mostly just Chapel Hill, Raleigh, and Durham. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, th- we were again. Twenty twenty was when we were going to go on a mini tour, and then yeah. <laughs> that could still happen. It's just a little bit delayed. Yeah. Postpone it. Just yeah. Yeah. Indefinitely pushed back mm-hmm. until further notice. I, I I've always found, at least for, um, the children that I'm in the band with, because I'm the <laughs> oldest. <laughs> um, we tend to frequent everywhere but Durham. I mm-hmm. think we've we've played in Durham. Not including house shows. We've played in Durham like twice and they were both at the Pinhook. Mm-hmm. We had a show. Nice. No, we no. didn't play Motorco. Oh, right, um yeah, Pinhook actually turned us down the first time. Yeah. We went to them. Oh, that sucks. And then they caved and let us play the E P show and then they're like, Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Pinhook. I love the Pinhook. Mm-hmm. Um Chapel Hill Chapel Hill uh venues. Five oh five oh six counts, right? Yeah. Five oh six the cave. And Cat's Cradle. And Cats. the Cradle. Those are the big ones. Those are say. the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Some bigger than others. The cave is famous. It's big in terms of it's famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, that's about it. That's yeah. about it for the cave. Uh, nice place, though. We got love for I the cave. We, we got 
mad love for the cave. I love it now that they like the new owners took over and it smells a little less of urine everywhere. <laughs> it's great. Y'all ever been to a cat cafe? I've no. wanted to go to the one on Franklin Street. Dude, There's wild, a cat cafe. Wild experience. Most of most, I think the one I went to was in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to get food, like, cause it's a cafe, you have to go to like a completely separate room where the cats aren't even allowed, which I like get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you might as well just be like a cat room connected to a cat. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fun experience. Not if you're allergic to cats like I am, but it's a fun experience. You allergic to cats? Yeah. I saw I, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not big on cats. Oh, well that sucks. Cause we yeah. have a cat. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate them. I'm just like, I don't want one. No, I, re- I respect that. I felt the same. I'm not, e- I'm not even going to like try to convince you, but I did feel the same way. And then I mm-hmm. got my own cat, but, um, I completely understand why you don't like cats yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I still understand even though I own one mm-hmm. um, they can be very mean very rude animals temperamental yeah 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 definitely like if you look at them the wrong way it's yeah. like that's it you're you probably sleep with definitely mm-hmm. more of a diva energy than dogs absolutely yeah. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> every I think every dog that someone I've personally like been close friends with that, that has been owned by a close friend is always so sweet but every cat that I know that has been owned by a like, close friend or relative has always just been like oh you guys are hanging out in the living room I'm gonna go sit on on the refrigerator and stare at you <laughs> until you leave it's it's always strange it's always yeah. strange yeah cat cafes they're really neat <laughs> um so uh tell me more about that the the hang on let's, let's see if I can do this about getting too loud in the mic you guys mentioned the the that one show what was the song that you guys weren't allowed to play at that uh, one show? let me see at, at leonaru oh yeah that was a weird show weird yeah. time we couldn't play a beatles yeah the guy or something they were like no beatles no, yeah. no, no beatles no. cover and no wagon wheel yeah 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 so uh yeah, there. Some guy just owns like a massive piece of property out in where is like where was it? Close to Madison. Yeah, North close Carolina. to Madison, North oh, okay, Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess every summer he has a music festival, and since his name is Leon, they call it Leonaru. Um, and we showed we we played it summer of was it twenty nineteen? Yeah. Yeah, we played it summer of. Might have been 2018. I don't remember. We played it some summer. Yeah. It was 2018 because we still had Greg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I like that. I like Greg. Greg. Yeah. We track our eras by the other members that we had. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Greg era. Yeah, the Greg Greg era. Uh, We, yeah, we ventured out and Leon met us and he was like, I'm usually like a a freewheeling kind of guy. You can play whatever you want, but I got two rules while you're playing my music festival. Mm Mm-hmm. No Beatles and no wagon wheel. I don't care if the audience is begging for it, chanting, if they bribe you, you are not allowed to play it. And we're like, okay, we didn't have any of that in our set anyway, yeah. so no big deal. But as the night wore on, the audience was very persistent about wanting somebody to play wagon wheel on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final band was wrapping up and feel like Leon could have had a riot on his hands if <laughs> nobody was playing Wagon Wheel. So the, the final band that was on, uh, Retro Candy, they were like... Ooh, I like that name. Yeah, they're, they're, they're from Raleigh. They're, mm-hmm. they're good. Okay. Um, 
they were like, okay, we'll play Wagon Wheel, but <laughs> all the other bands have to come up on stage and play it with us so that none of us gets in trouble. It's like, if everyone does it, then... He can't punish us all. He can't yeah. punish us all, basically. <laughs> so it was, it was a pretty cramped stage. Naturally. With, yeah. like... Kind of rickety. Uh, yeah. It was great. Probably, probably like about a dozen people from bands, and then also like audience members climbed up on the stage oh too. My gosh. Yeah. And there was a very, very massive. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like I said, had to jerry rig it. Oh yeah, just keep going. Was you know, ignore that. I'm just. And there was a very massive <laughs> rendition of Wagon Wheel. The audience went absolutely crazy, and. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of that song. Yeah, naturally. But, neither you know, uh, see, seeing that kind of reaction from a group of people <laughs> that you can help make, like, it was good in the moment. It was fun. It felt good in the moment. Do y'all think Leon, like, pays someone to, like, incite the wagon wheel <laughs> chant in the audience? Maybe. I feel like it's really weird to be like, hey, I know literally no one that's playing this is going to play the Beatles or Wagon Wheel, but I'm just going to mention this offhandedly, completely out of nowhere. For some reason, every single time I have this, people in the crowd always ask someone to play this for some odd reason. I wouldn't know why. Like, that's just kind of weird like, to me. Some, like, reverse psychology yeah. going on. He just really likes the Beatles and Wagon Wheel. It's like, hey, uh, I'm just going to mention this so you absolutely don't do it. Please don't do it. I... I despise these songs so definitely don't play them at the end of your set like that's just kind of a little hmm, suspicious very strong Leon, strong opposition wherever yeah. you may be <laughs> um dad that's it hang on this is gonna make this is gonna ooh, noises we're good all we're right good. So, we got anyway <laughs> um so I, I just pulled up the the google doc mm. everyone's favorite typing place um and i do want to come to this question is like so music music you know if you're a musician obviously you like music um and i Mm -hmm. i asked this question because i feel like lately a lot of the like local bands it seems like everyone is just pre-pandemic of course well i guess during the pandemic too a lot of bands are still doing it and lately a lot more bands are just kind of like completely surrounding themselves in their music Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is just kind of like, oh yeah, I, I've lived in this town for 20 years and my old plan before I started playing music was to, uh, I don't know, become a lawyer or something weird. <laughs> uh, but now I'm actually going to like move halfway across the United States to play music in a state I've never been to in my entire life. And it's just kind of like wild that, I don't know, it's just cool to see a lot, a lot more people are like doing music. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to come back to this question. So, music, obviously, big thing to both y'all. But what, is it, yeah. um, what does it mean to each of you individually to, like, live, live this life of, like, hey, I just worked five days a week, and now it's Friday, and for the next two days, all I'm going to do is play music for people. Like, what's that like mm-hmm. for you guys? Is it, it's fun, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of makes having a desk job worth it. Yeah. Like, I had this thing where I got a desk job, and I was like, oh, this is what I told myself I was never going to do yeah. in college. <laughs> like, become one of those people that's, like, sitting behind a desk for 40 hours a week. Um, but it kind of 
provided clarity on what I really want to do and kind of music mm-hmm. is that kind of finding value outside of my job. Yeah. That was, that didn't really make sense. No, that but, makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. That completely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, music has always been a really big thing in my life. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I see it as a very special way to connect to other people. Um, like, I feel like I can kind of like get a sense of somebody by the music that they like and they listen to and mm-hmm. like what, what makes them passionate about yeah. it. Um, and so like for me, like playing music, I feel like I'm like contributing to something that's like bigger than myself in a way. Cause th- there's like this, this, uh, like massive, I guess, canon of like music that like people just like connect with in a very like visceral way. Like mm-hmm. they're just really into it. And um, like something that drives me is trying to make something that gets that kind of reaction. Like I've got, you know, so many, so many bands and albums where like I can just like geek out oh, about yeah. them for a long time. And like I've got like this whole like narrative in my head about like, their career trajectory and all that. And, um, you know, I just kind of, I kind of want to try to be on like the flip side of that as well. Just like make something that like people, people connect with. And also like it either, I don't know, like helps them through tough times or like it just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put like good vibes out into the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are y'all's favorite? Who, who, what? Who are y'all's favorite musicians? L- local and big, just like your your uh, I- icons. I don't know Insp- inspirations. I'll just go with that. Yeah, um, I'd say I'll do local and big. So some local musicians I'm really into. Um, I'm I'm a fan of Thirsty Curses. Yeah, who we're actually playing a virtual show with. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice. Uh, in a couple weeks. Um, and then I don't, I'm not sure if they're still making music, but I was also really into this band called Alpha Cop. Um, I like that name. Yeah, it was they're, they're like a kind of like a drone rock kind of band. They were mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, and then uh, bigger outside of the local scene kind of artists. Um, probably probably like number one and number two for me would be like the Beach Boys Ooh. and the Magnetic Fields. So like very much like poppy songwriting kind of yeah. stuff but usually like at least with the beach boys like interesting like chord progressions and like harmonic mm-hmm. uh decisions that are being made there um and then outside of the top two like i could just keep listing <laughs> yeah. oh yeah those are the keep big ones <laughs> yeah yeah um i also start local so like i really like got into dante high last year it was a lot of fun like 80s vibes Ooh. but i don't know very 80s vibes. Yeah. Play it at a roller rink. Go crazy. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, bigger names. Sylvanesso, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're kind of big with like our origin story, too. That's true. Um, <laughs> and I want to hear more about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh, I had another name that I was going to say. Remember offhand, though. Well, I could start telling the origin story. Yeah. If you, oh, you yeah. Can top, me. top two bigger ones before we move on to that. Oh, yeah. uh, Willie Nelson and Billie Holiday are like the two. Oh, okay. And Prince. Nice. Like, oh, yeah. And Aria. Yeah, yeah, Prince. Oh, top five. It just gets better. Okay. I've been I've been <laughs> on a huge Prince kick this yeah. past like year or so. Love that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so the origin story with Sylvan SO, mm-hmm. how it like kind of ties to us is, I mentioned earlier that um, we jammed for a little bit while we were both in college, and then I graduated, mm-hmm. and we kind of lost touch for a few months. Um, and Sylvan SO was playing a show, I think it was like the September after I graduated in 2017, and uh, it was at Shakori Hills, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who to go with so i made like a post on facebook like hey i need a concert buddy (laughs) and m responded and i was like oh cool and we hadn't actually like made any concrete plans just like we were gonna meet there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think the assumption was like we'll just text where we are and figure it out but shikori hills has terrible cell reception (laughs) there's also like thousands of people there yeah (laughs) yeah so that kind of fell apart i was like i guess i guess this is, isn't going to happen because like I have no way of coordinating like where I am, where M is, and then I go to the stage just to watch the bands play, and there's someone there who looks kind of like M, but the hair color is different and the style's a little bit different. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is that them, or am I just gonna like start talking to a stranger? <laughs> like, hey, I eventually summoned up my courage and I was yeah. like here goes nothing I just like tapped you on the shoulder mm-hmm. I'm like hey and you're like oh hey yeah. <laughs> and then like in between sets of the bands that were playing we were just like talking and how you know we used to play jam together mm-hmm. yeah. and we were like oh we should do that again and then we started doing it again yeah. and then somebody yeah. offered a show and we were like yeah we're a band mm-hmm. oh that's actually really neat I like yeah. that that's a lot more interesting than most band origin stories just like you know, two kids in school. Hey, you want to start a band? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah. See you Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually that's actually that's that's really neat. Um, here, let's let's double backtrack on the dock because I have to ask this question, and I just wanted yeah. to make sure I didn't forget it. Dinosaurs. Let me hear those favorite mm-hmm. dinosaurs. Like like top top three if you can. Oh, top three. Yeah. Is the Pleosaur one? Yes. Pleosaurs. Yes. That counts. I think that's the one as I put like, as my number one. Yeah. That counts answer. as top two, at least, because they're, they're It's the really only name cool. that I could think of, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> Except for, like, the basic ones. I don't want to be a basic dinosaur no, fan. Um, basic dinosaur cool. fans are significantly better because you actually know what they're talking about. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the only other ones I could think of are, like, T-Rexes, Raptors, and Pterodactyls. Yeah. Whatever uh, the Loch Ness Monster is, whatever they think <laughs> right, is, yeah. I firmly believe that... That's my favorite. Nessie. It's always really funny when, like, uh, y- y- y'all remember, like, uh, YouTube in, like, late, like, kind of, like, late 2000s, early 2010s, where all the videos were, like, the X-Files theme song. They mm-hmm. were, like, yeah. Really cool. I love when people are, like, oh, my God, Loch Ness Monster in my backyard. And it's, like, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, dude, but just the name Loch Ness means they're not in America. <laughs> not in your like, <laughs> Put your glasses on, step outside, and turn the porch light on. I mm-hmm. promise you it's not the Loch Ness Monster. It might be the Chupacabra, but it's not the Nessie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, out my Dan. <laughs> Dan through Christ. I don't know what yeah, I used. Something. Uh, depends on the day. Ooh. Triceratops, one to say. So Triceratops. Today. Yeah. Triceratops. That's a dinosaur. It's also a fun word. Yeah. You just want to yell somebody called them a Triceratops? Mm. I do. I think uh, dinosaurs are really interesting, though. Because it's like... All around the house. <laughs> Um, one thing that everyone like constantly brings up is like, oh, you take dinosaur bones, but you don't know what it actually looks like, you know, like fat mm-hmm. and muscles and stuff. So it's like, 
how we see dinosaurs like oh yeah that dinosaur looks really cool but then like imagine if you time traveled and your favorite dinosaur was just like like really yeah. gross looking like well there's cool, like though. bumpy like and slimy oh god well there's like the theory Ugh. that like because like the closest um like analog to dinosaurs today is like chickens and birds yeah. that like it's possible that like dinosaurs back then had like feathers i love that idea yeah I, I genuinely hope that every dinosaur had feathers imagine a triceratops with just like uh <laughs> What's that one a bird with big the plume uh, feathers? The butt feathers, peacock. Peacock, oh, yeah. triceratops, just got like beautiful yeah. feathers all over its giant head. Oh yeah, that That'd makes perfect cool. sense. Yeah, That'd be cool. Imagine uh, what's there's like a million tall dinosaurs. I don't know why. I'm... Yes, imagine a brachiosaurus with like feathers all oh, over. Oh yeah. Um, Jurassic Park. Mm. Get into that That's whole a good movie. thing of biscuits. Uh, love Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I only just watched it for the first time. No, a few months ago. With yeah, I heard, I heard Dan had it watched it, and it's yeah. like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. What? I liked it. That's wild to yeah. me. I was like, I could, I could watch that movie four times in the same day and still it's love great. it every single time. It's yeah, so great. good. The real effects, like the dinosaur effects, still hold great. up. Amazing. So yeah, so costuming, good. excellent. <sighs> kind of the the second one kind of sucked. The second one's not good, but the third one. Third one, Third one they brings it back. Found it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they've got, what, Jurassic World? I did see Jurassic World. I haven't seen the new ones. It was kind of meh. Yeah, I was like, I don't want it to ruin it. They're, I mean, they're good. They're definitely, I think they're, like, worth the watch in the sense that, you know, it's like dinosaurs. Like, of yeah. course it's, like, mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs. <laughs> but overall, they're, they're really just kind of, like... Dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to explain it without saying dinosaurs like ten times. Um, it's like they're hanging their hat more on the fact that there's dinosaurs yeah. rather than having like, a, yeah, an interesting, unique story to tell. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like walking up to a coat rack with a coat on it, and just putting another coat over that coat. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, dinosaurs. It's new now. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that that one scene where? Uh, that everyone like everyone was posting it everywhere the dude with like the the uh the drinks in his hands he's like running away from the dinosaurs or they're like coming down fucking oh, eating man. people it's been so long since that i've seen wild. it that was wild uh and then they're they got like two jurassic worlds um and then the second one they like the island like blows up <laughs> And there's like a scene. <laughs> it's not funny. The dinosaurs are like standing on the edge of the island as all the like lovely humans are like on a boat floating away. And there's like dinosaurs are like screaming for their lives. Oh. Like the whole Damn. island's like blowing up behind them. It's wild. Hopefully, it's a- hopefully no dinosaurs were hurt. I heard one one got hurt during one scene, and it was like a whole like show stopping process. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, but um. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not as good as the originals, mm-hmm. or at least the first one. Um, the T Rex in the first one is just amazing. Yeah, that was like when I when I like learn learn when I googled about like how they did all that stuff. That was like, oh yeah, I want to do that when I get older. And then I realized like, oh, you gotta be like smart to do that. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's so interesting seeing that movie and then seeing a movie from like four years later. That's a million times worse mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but that has nothing to do with music, so I'm just like, I don't know why I'm it's talking about that. It's a great soundtrack. Amazing it's soundtrack, that. yes. Very true, very true. It's all art. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So y- y'all think you'll ever? Uh, do you do you feel like you guys have sort of not fallen into a hole? Because that sounds really like sad. <laughs> but do you, have we found our groove? Sort of found. I'm, let's go with found your groove because I want to ask that. But then I also want to like, do, you, do y'all think you'll ever sort of like break your own mold and sort of like, oh, you know, here's who we are now. But I think our next like mm-hmm. four songs are gonna be way left field yeah. and then maybe maybe we'll come back to that but if we like this we're gonna like do you, you ever think you'll ever branch like have either of y'all just sat down like wrote a song you're like yeah that sounds nothing like what we would play i love it let's do it yeah we kind of do that already I like f- yeah i feel like we don't really like have a mold right now yeah i mean the first album was like a collection of songs that we had mostly written before so mm-hmm. it already felt very hodgepodge yeah you know yeah. It, was, it was i call it a collage um yeah. befitting the title art yeah the cover, the, art. The cover yeah. art's also a collage um and then the the stuff we have for the second album is a little more vibey but more cohesive yeah but then we already have songs like a couple of the singles that we have planned. yeah we got like a country don't, stomper whoa yeah, a barn burner yeah oh. they don't really they, they would fit not fit stylistically yeah, on yeah that's album. why we're doing like the single stuff yeah. We got, okay yeah so yeah, I think I think it's like because we pull from such a wide array of influences mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Like, we just don't really have like a, there's not like a set thing that people have come to expect from us yet. I'd mm-hmm. say as like, oh, this is the pretty crimes sound. Yeah, like we're more like, I kind of think of us as a little bit like a more serious ween. In the sense, like we nice. we like does like a lot of like genre explorations, yeah. and like we don't go that far out. Yeah. But like we definitely have like a lot of different styles that we try. I would say, because because we like musicians that do those styles. Yeah. Yeah. And there's what four four in the band, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's four in the band. Okay. Okay. Who's who's the uh, the uh, the music outcast in the band? I, I feel like everyone outcast. has that one like. Like, oh, we all like, you know, every, everyone in a band has like so many mm-hmm. different influences, but it's all sort of like you kind of realize like eventually there's a lot of like, overlap. I feel like there's always one person. who's I, like I feel like in previous iterations of the band, Great. we could have easily <laughs> <laughs> we could have easily uh, pointed to somebody who fit that mold. But I'd yeah. say right right now. <laughs> it's pretty similar. Num- nobody mean, really jumps to mind. I mean, I, like our drummer is more into rock. Nice. Like he's, I mean, he's in his main band is like a pretty rocking band. Yeah, he's in the eccentrics. The eccentrics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Alan, our new guitarist, is also into like indie stuff. Mm-hmm. A little, a little more rocking. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'm odd because I like country music. That's very and odd. Jazz. Well, I like country That's country. not odd. I mean, like old country, like oh okay, like Never Willie mind. Nelson. The that went from like way odd to like. 100% I don't like road country. I'm not like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like oh Blake <laughs> Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that guy like win Sexiest Man Alive or something? I'm pretty God sure. Knows it was. Why. Some some yeah. country dude one year won like people's magazine sexiest man alive and it was I'm like a whole sh- thing for like a month because everyone was like dude he's so is it like him ugly. or keith urban he, I, maybe keith maybe. urban just looks like an australian twink like I, <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> like like shelton i mean but uh yeah that was i just i don't know how i remembered that but i just remember i think that was yeah some white country dude won like sexiest man 
man alive or and man of the year or whatever and just everyone on twitter was like um can we get a recount please but yeah no country music old, older country music is cool mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i heard that and i was like hmm, that's actually pretty neat and i was like well, yeah, it's we're country both, music, we're both so really into johnny cash yeah. yeah i respect that one of my roommates he's obsessed yeah. um we have a we have a record player inside, and that's the only thing he'll try to put on. And I'm like, <laughs> the speakers aren't hooked up, and he'll like break down basically. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just I always have to ask that question because uh, I'll play with some bands, and I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, we all like uh, these guys, these guys, them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's always that one who's like, I don't really like any of the same music. <laughs> as them. Um, but I think that definitely like. So uh, let's let's talk about your icons again. Um, I know everyone is sort of just like, do do y'all who who really just like was the the musician who just sort of like clicked it for you music wise? Like the the one person you mm-hmm. like you you put on one of their albums one day and you're like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I want to do what they're doing. Yeah, I think I think the 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 first one that comes to mind in my life would probably be uh talking heads i got i got really into the talking heads like i think it was like freshman year of high school Mm -hmm. like i was like it was my first like trying to break out of the mold of like the music that my parents and my sister listened to what's that uh my dad's a big arena rock guy oh okay um big classic rock guy and then my sister who uh 10 years older than me was uh, like really in, like I was like, you know, five. She's like 15. So it's like, yeah, what a teenage girl would listen to <laughs> in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. So lots of Britney. Britney Spears and Aaron Carter and all that. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, the good. I still got a soft spot for some of that. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I started like getting that that uh, drive to like explore music on my own you know kind of develop my own tastes and stuff and I think I heard like once in a lifetime on a radio classic rock radio played it for some reason <laughs> that my dad was listening to and I was like Naturally. oh this song's really cool and so I like pretty soon after that I got Remain in Light by Talking Heads and like that was just like a huge eye-opening experience like the the gauze was like taken away <laughs> from from my eyes and like I, I just healed. like yeah I just like I just like found a new perspective on like how music could be created like because that album makes like a lot of use of like polyrhythms mm-hmm. and like sampling um like atypical subject matter kind of like ranty vocals like all these sorts of things that you don't really hear in classic rock or yeah. 90s pop music mm-hmm. uh so it's like oh dang this is like a entire different modality of expression and um, it, it was probably one of my like first like major rewarding listens like exploring, mm-hmm. and it like helped inspired like a kind of a lifelong passion for like exploring music and listening to new albums and like just hearing what people have to say. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. Um, I guess the first album band that I think of is as mine like I discovered it would be the Black Keys when like Brothers came out when I was in middle school Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like I was like this is great this is good good stuff I became obsessed Um, 
don't I mean it was it was just rocking my mom had really good taste growing up with music so you know I had the Willie Nelson because my granddad loved it yeah Willie Nelson all the classics Waylon Jennings um but then my mom like loved REM she loved Prince she loved she has really good taste in music like I have a bunch of her old records um some good share yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> but like like old share like, like sunny and not, share not okay not like believe in life after love i mean share. that's a great, <laughs> yeah. that's a great song great that's song. a really we, good we really song. jammed out to that yeah. song like a week or two yeah, ago yeah it's on my ipod yeah that's right <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah okay um god that's actually i like both i like that i like um that's always um Oh God! I'm gonna have oh, to that sounded like that. it hurt. <laughs> um, that's always like uh, it's always pretty interesting to hear people's like like the I don't even know how to like if there's a word for that kind of part like the the catalyst for for the music spark, playing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's always it's usually usually pretty telling of like like the kind of music that they want to play or. Mm-hmm. or or help produce if you like can't play music for some reason mm-hmm. um so it's always like it's always really interesting um it's it's, it's really cool though that a lot of people but even even young musicians all it's almost always older older musicians who are like out there i'm kind of interested to see what this generation of music what's going to come from that mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, uh, I had, I had something in my head and I forgot it. So I'm just going to kind of see if I can talk my way through this. I feel like this generation, (laughs) if you're talking about how like, you know, older musicians, they like reach a point where they're just like legend status, you know, like Neil Peart, for instance, best drummer ever. Um, Love that guy. That's a shirt that you're wearing. Um, (laughs) for those listening, uh, like I feel, I, I feel like that's sort. We're not going to see that same sort of process happen yeah. in quite the same way, just because of the diversity of music that's out there. Like music mm-hmm. streaming makes it so that it's definitely like lowered the barrier of entry for Absolutely. music. Absolutely, it yeah. also makes it so that it's a lot more difficult to <laughs> like acquire a large fan base of people who like very true swoon after you, like mm-hmm. you know the the rock legends of old. Mm-hmm. Those old dudes. Yeah. Um. No, I, I think you're definitely right. Um, music today is is, is uh, not not to sound like an old person because I feel like I'm gonna say something stupid, but um, music today is definitely the the process behind becoming like mm-hmm. you know like getting up to that level has changed so much. You know, it used to be like, oh yeah, we spent four and a half years playing in the same dingy gross basement to mm-hmm. four people and then one day some old person came in and like Gave next thing you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like next thing you know we're you know tour buses are parked outside my grandparents house yeah. and nowadays yeah. it's like oh i recorded this song on my iphone and uploaded it to you know tiktok in the mm-hmm. background of some video and now i own four houses yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like it's like it's the same but different in the sense that it's like one day you're just kind of like doing your own thing in your bedroom and next thing you know you've got to get like a manager Mm -hmm. but um 
I think in terms of of this what we're doing which is like I guess band band stuff it's you yeah. know less uh less tech stuff more you know the junk over in the corner of my garage <laughs> yeah. um stuff like that I feel like it's it's not going to like it's definitely not going to phase out that's something a lot of like old uh older musician been saying lately what was that one uh what's his name adam levine i want to say he was like in the news recently cause he was like oh bands are like not a thing anymore or something like that <laughs> oh um, we're in five guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of course adam levine <laughs> would say that I, in my mind i was picturing adam lambert from american <laughs> idol i was like what is he talking about bands for <laughs> um yeah the maroon five guy who's like the only famous person okay. in his group yeah um I feel like that's like way wrong. Bands are never going to go away. Mm-hmm. But no. I definitely think that in terms of what is popular, it's definitely sort of like pulling oh, yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sucks. But it's kind of, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think stuff like that sort of strengthen, strengthen, strengthens the local scene in the sense that like it's like, okay, well, you know, mm-hmm. we all got to work a little harder together to get ourselves together mm-hmm. higher up there mm-hmm. instead of it, you know, back in the day, it was like, no, my band's going to become famous and you yeah. guys are going to be our yeah. openers. You know, now yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. we're going to play here tomorrow. Can you guys open and we'll come to your show and open, you know, two days from now, you know, yeah. it's pretty, it's, it's a lot it's more of like a reciprocal relationship rather yeah. than yeah. like a competitive one. Exactly. I feel like it's de- like, it's definitely gone from. It, you know how like I was saying it's like it's not it's no longer like we're gonna be famous and you're not but you know like, maybe what if we'll we help could you all become famous yeah you know? exactly mm-hmm. and I think um I think that's really and you can tell if you look at like sort of how that sort of competition in music is gone you definitely see a lot more competition higher up now mm-hmm. and then a whole lot more unity and sort of more like the local scenes now. Yeah, for sure. So I like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really neat. It's interesting. Um, like I was saying about TikTok, I think it's, it's definitely helpful if you're like, not rich. That's not, I've, mm, not rich. Uh, I'm, I'll just say better off. I feel like if you've definitely got better access to better gear where oh, you yeah. can like just, pump songs out and get them on there you mm-hmm. definitely have an easier time um but i definitely think you know stuff like that is gonna like push this kind of community along because it's like oh hey i know how to do this i can help you guys do that you know and can you you know help me do this i don't know i feel like mm-hmm. i'm just kind of oh that makes sense blah, you know <laughs> word no, vomit. It, it makes sense like the more I've been do I've been reading a lot more about like older past music scenes like what was New York like in the 70s with CBGBs and all the stuff and it's like everyone played in everyone else's bands and helped you along it's mm-hmm. like oh this is my friend they can make posters like they'll make posters for your show if you'll like come to our show yep and stuff like that and it's starting to feel like like that's kind of happening here in like Definitely. Capitol Hill and Durham it's like everyone knows each yeah. other everyone's like yeah totally There's we'll go to your show yeah. we'll have a show together it's it's just nice. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's interesting. Like I said, you definitely like it's 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 really gone from like all the big bands like oh yeah, uh Kiss and who's who's a band that like Kiss 
uh, like kiss levels of man, but still really high up there. Like a, sister. There you go. Let's just go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that works. That works. You get, like in the higher ups, you, you you know you'd get a lot of like, oh, Kiss and Twisted Sister are gonna go on tour, just the two bands and just a bunch of different openers. But mm-hmm. it's like these two huge bands are like just for two months straight or just bag you know different cities, mm-hmm. and then at some point it just became like, oh yeah, this one band is going on tour, and every so often maybe their friends will show up and, and play their set and then, you know and and nowadays it's like one you know because uh, a lot of like more like pop music is becoming more of the mainstream I mean it's definitely like the main mm-hmm. like the mainstream but you get a lot of like one artist playing and then it's like they probably don't even know who's opening for them that night mm-hmm. and then you come to like the local scenes and it's like oh yeah uh these two bands have been playing together every single night for like the past four months uh in this exact same spot other, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like um like oh yeah the drummer for these four bands is actually the same dude and he's just sitting up there all night yeah. he's like yeah. Oh man, that set's over. Time to wait for yeah. my one band to get their stuff off and my next band to get their stuff on. Yeah, it's pretty common to be in multiple bands. Yeah, that's like a huge thing for uh, the the younger crowd. For us, we definitely I think like every other week, my my roommate whose room our our studio is like right above us. Like every other week, one of us is going to the other and be like, "Oh yeah, you remember like this kid from this band? Yeah, they just asked me to uh, be in another band mm-hmm. that they're starting." Um, so yeah, so you definitely get a lot of like, "Hey, I'm starting another band. You <laughs> yeah. want to join?" Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, start a band with one person. And they're yeah. like, "Well, this isn't going as well as I thought." And then two weeks later, like, "Hey, I'm starting another band. Yeah. You want to join?" Yeah, there was there was a period of time. Um, <clears throat> in Pretty Crimes history where both of us were also in another band together. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to play uh, with the Dead Bedrooms. Okay. Kind of like a surf rock kind of outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that, that, like, weird? It was, I mean, I had fun. I just yeah. had to play bass. Yeah, it was... So, <laughs> it was, like... It was I, I most, like I'm, I'm, I'm also in, like, a second band right now. Oh, okay. I'm in uh, kind of a goth, post-punk kind of band called Ooh. Black Bouquet. Uh, I love those guys. Those friends of mine. That's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, pl- I, I play. Like sen- I play sense in Black Bouquet. Okay. Um, yeah, I like. Um, That's wild. It, it's it's really fun being. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really fun being in a second band. Um, just because like it's, it, it's a it's a different form of expressing yourself, especially because yeah. like usually the creative dynamic is different. Mm-hmm. Like with Pretty Crimes, it's very much like we run the show yeah like like whenever we practice you know i'm usually like giving notes about like oh what if we tried this what if we tried that Mm -hmm. and like m is usually coordinating like social media stuff nice filming photographs all that and and when you're in a second band like you know i'm i'm acting more as like a support player okay like those those types of decisions aren't like full on my plate Mm-hmm. Like they are in Pretty Crime, so yeah. like it kind of frees me up to like, just kind of occupy the creative mm-hmm. space in a different way. Mm, I um, like that. Yeah, I always love like like I now I'm now it's like now I'm the one that's like taking notes from someone yeah. else. Like I, like I it's 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 like the main band Pretty Crimes. I'm kind of like working towards my own dream. Yeah, of like 
you know, connecting with people through music and mm-hmm. with like a second band, it's like I am helping someone else achieve their dream of yeah. that same thing. There's always that like main band that's sort of like this is this is a band I helped make and I wanted to succeed, so I'm gonna do everything I can and it's kinda nice to like have all that weight mm-hmm. sort of take it off your shoulders. Yeah. Just be like yeah. I'm gonna go hang out with these other people and we're just <laughs> yeah. gonna jam and I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's always nice. Um that's the way it looks from life. Small world. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um what is so do you you play bass and guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Do you um when you when you write for Pretty Crimes, do you write on guitar and they're like, Okay, well I know how to play that, so now I'll like transfer it to bass or are you mostly like, Oh, this is bass line, alright, just figure it out on guitar? Uh I mostly write on guitar. I've I've mm-hmm. recently written a song that was on bass. Mm-hmm. Um we have one song that's gonna be probably on the new album that I wrote on guitar, and then we transpose the, it and now dance New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and transpose it. So now I'm doing bass and singing on that one. So okay. it's kind of like yeah. it varies. Mm-hmm. Depends if I'm feeling stuck on guitar and I'm like, yeah. switch it switch up. Switch the bass. I, yeah, yeah. I think I think the fact that we both play multiple instruments is like another factor in the fact that like we have a very diverse sound and mm-hmm. we can like explore mm-hmm. more sonics and styles. Yeah. Uh, just because like we have really like f- four possible avenues for a song to be written mm-hmm. me starting something on keys me starting something on guitar M starting something on bass M starting something on guitar yeah. uh, so like it'll, all different routes to making a song okay um just because I'm going to say this like a million times, apparently <laughs> backtracking all the way back to like the beginning. Um, uh, dang, I lost the question. This is, uh, so, so, so like I, like I asked earlier, songwriting is sort of like individual and you come together like, Hey, you know, like check this out. Um, do y'all often just sort of like, like at like at a practice, do you have you have you all ever just sort of like, oh, I played the wrong note. Actually, let's do yeah. this, and then you're like, okay, that's going to be a completely different thing. Like, has have you ever been working, mm-hmm. working on a song or practicing a song, and then you mess up? And you're like, actually, no. Let me you know build on that, and then yeah. you take that new piece and yeah. I, I feel like um, a lot of songwriting, at least for me, is like it's iterative mm-hmm. in, in the sense that like each time you play it there's like a new a new dimension to it you have a new understanding of like where it can go yeah and part of that is from just like messing up while you're playing it Mm -hmm. like like there's this there's this one song that's like in the writing process right now that i started and um there was like a chord change that was like kind of hard for me to do in time with the song so i was like we'll just have it like drop out there. Yeah. Like, it'll be like a coordinated dropout. It'll be really uh-huh. cool. And that'll give me the time to get to the next chord. And when it comes in, it'll sound cooler. Cause yeah. like you have that like rest before. Mm-hmm. I respect um, that. And I, I feel like some of our songs have like changed because of like the other members that we've gotten involved in yeah. it and just kind of like playing off each other's energy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the song proof from our debut um it's like it's kind of different now just because like we we didn't have we didn't have alan and mike the combo together when Mm -hmm. we wrote it and now like the arrangement is slightly different in terms of what we do like there's like a 
uh, kind of like a pause at one point. Yeah. And like it, it was all just it all just came together from us like practicing and like realizing that like oh like I I hear Mike doing this like let me like accentuate that mm-hmm. um, kind of stuff. So yeah, I'd I'd say there's definitely like kind of a there's a process behind the practicing to in in, yeah, in developing al- a song. Yeah, altering it so that it sounds the best in the current arrangement of the yeah. band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I don't really think that we're like we haven't really had any situations where it's like, oh, the song just like came together like in five minutes. Like you mm-hmm. hear a lot of like famous songs. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, he woke up late at night, went to his piano and he wrote the song <laughs> and then he went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, like ours is much more like we start with like the, the germ of an idea mm-hmm. and then just like through like the process of time and then repeatedly like playing it, it slowly like develops into something where we're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh damn, this is good. Yeah. We all ever uh like played a song like, Yeah, you know what, we we like this, let's play that. You know, like and then three shows later, like, actually no. Same song but we're gonna complete like not completely change it mm-hmm. up. You're like, actually we're gonna switch these, like do you, do you all ever find yourselves like liking a song and then eventually like no, we we, we should change this up a little bit. Have you ever mm-hmm. have you ever had that happen? I rewrite a lot of my songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'll i I'll come with one version. Like, I'll get attached to that version. You'll get, you'll get attached to it, and I'll be like, this fucking sucks. I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna change it. I'm taking out this part that you love just because I hate you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, I, I constantly, not constantly, a lot of songs where I'm like, I'm not happy with this, and yeah. I just keep revising it yeah. until I'm like, this this sounds okay. Yeah. We had, um, we've had, we had one song, Petals, that like, yeah, really. Got re- yeah, revamped. got dramatically revamped, um, partially like just due to like the gear and the technology that we had available to us. Because mm-hmm. like in its original form, it, I mean, it was like back in the duo days. So it was basically yeah. like M on rhythm yeah. guitar, and I was playing like a simple synth line. Yeah. With it, and then um, I retired it because I cut my thumb. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't, play couldn't, bar couldn't play bar chords. They were like, all right, pedals is off the set list. Yeah. And then album time came around, and we were like, "Oh, dang, we need another song." Mm-hmm. Nah. You know, let's see what we can do with pedals. And I had just recently got a uh, Roland TR08, like a 808 re-release uh, mm-hmm. that Roland came out with a few years back. And we were like, "Oh, let's you know, let's try writing something with this." And oh, we need pedals. We need mm-hmm. to see if pedals work. So like the two ideas kind of came together, and like it kind of turned into the like more electronic version mm-hmm. that yeah. that you hear. And like it. M added the chorus at the end mm-hmm. that wasn't on the original version mm-hmm. either. So yeah, we've we've had some experiences with like a song starts one way and then after a while it turns into something very else. Very different, yeah. 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 And is that is that have you all ever had someone like uh I don't I don't think I've ever had this happen, but now I just I kinda have to ask, have you ever had someone who's like, Oh yeah, I like the the old version of that song. Can you play, can you play that <laughs> one? <laughs> I don't. I don't think we've ever really had that instance because, like, the very old versions of some of these songs, we kind of like wiped from existence. Oh. Yeah, you yeah. you would have had to bought the. Got to be original an OG. Demo tape, the demo ah. tapes, the mm-hmm. first album. Um, you gotta you gotta be an OG Dreamhouses fan. <laughs> yeah. To, like I can only think of like. Besides people that like we were friends with, who we shared the the demos with. Yeah. Like I can only think of one like 
fan yeah. that could possibly yeah. come up to us and be like, hey, could you play the old version of yeah, Pedals? Yeah, we, like, we took our stuff off of Spotify because we were releasing the new stuff mm-hmm. as like a four-piece and it was a completely different vibe. Yeah. Um, we also weren't crazy about how the demo tape sounded. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, when are you going to put the old stuff back up? And I was mm. like, uh... Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. We were like, yeah. uh, here's the download for it. There yeah, you go. I was like, you can download it. Yeah, it's yours, but... We're moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're past. We're past it. Past yeah. that. Yeah. New new people now. Yeah. We'll, we'll save that for like the you know 20th anniversary <laughs> deluxe package yeah. of Cover the album. Exclusive when you buy Rolling Stone as an NFT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with the download. Yeah. Dude, that NFT stuff is wild. It's <laughs> weird. Apparently bad for the environment. It is. Yeah. yeah. That and uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Like lots of energy. It takes a lot yeah. of energy to do. I remember a couple like weeks, like way before this stuff like really blew up, someone someone came to me and they're like, "Oh hey, you know, I know you do like music." Some guy I follow on Instagram was talking about you know this website and it's called like uh, it's like Nifty something yeah you know, NFT Nif- yeah Nifty yeah 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 and I like I checked it out because I was like I don't I don't I don't know what this is I don't know why you're telling me about this this is like this is like digital art I don't I play music like, yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. Do you, what do you want me to do with this yeah um. I checked it out, and people in there were, you know, they were selling, like, uh, some dude was selling, like, like, so, like, like, Pokemon card type deal, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, I thought it was cool, and I was like, you know, maybe, you know, it was, like, two bucks, I'll get one of these off-brand animated Pokemon cards, it'll, you know, it'll be mine, Mm -hmm. it was, like, 6,000 bucks just for one of them. Yeah, it's, like, insanely expensive. Yeah. I'm too old to understand it. Dude, and it's just, like, I'm also too poor to understand. <laughs> yeah, too poor and too old. I saw someone who was like, um, they were like on Twitter. They were like, hey, anybody want to like buy this? And someone was like, I just right clicked and saved the image. So I already yeah. own it. Yeah. <laughs> this is now mine. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of um, art, uh, you're mentioning the, 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 the collage. Uh, yeah. The, mm-hmm. Was that, did you make that or was that? No, no. Um. I studied art history in college, and through that, I don't remember how I met Olivia. Um, I'll, I'll give you at her. Ted Carcass on at Ted Carcass. Instagram. I know nice. I know people by their Instagram handles. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was an art student, and we met. We played a house show there. The other bands were great. We sucked ass. Um, but oh yeah, that I was really, our that, that yeah. was that was our duo day it show where a, we were like, we need to stop being a duo. Yeah, we're like, let's, let's, let's quit. Um, but no, I knew her and I liked her work. And she had been doing a collaborative with one of the professors, one of the art professors at UNC and a few other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, I love your work. Would you be down? Could I like commission you to make the cover for her album? Mm-hmm. Send her a few songs to listen to. And she sent back some options and we nice. liked it. Yeah. yeah. It was a really good pairing, I think. It was. Like, like her yeah. art style. Yeah, I with thought so. the album, for sure. Because we, we also, like one of the... She gave us like several options to choose from, mm-hmm. and one of the ones that we didn't necessarily want for the album cover ended up also being like a single cover. Yeah, oh, okay. for, for, for pedals. Pedal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So was it was? Mm, I don't know how to ask this. What um, like what other what other options did you have for like the cover? Obviously. Um. Pedal. But... They were they were all there. I think there was three that was sent to us. They they were all like 
you know, collage, collage based. Yeah, like yeah. they they all came from the same like well ins- yeah. of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or do you mean like why did we choose? Olivia or no 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 just like um I was just wondering if there was like oh you know like we went with this one but we also had like a rocket ship oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we could have chose a a, a a drawing of an open field you know yeah, yeah. no I mean tr- I I liked her style and I trusted her mm-hmm. to to come up with some yeah. options and it this one kind of fit the vibe and it yeah. looked it had that like central composition with like the face yeah and i was like that has a lot of good negative space that we could use to fill in mm-hmm. yeah i just really liked the octopus lady kind of look <laughs> to it um yeah it was like it was the most like yeah like i guess succinct or like focused mm-hmm. of the collages i'd yeah. say because like it was like it I mean, it was a collage made up of other images, but those other images were coming together to form one single image. Where mm-hmm. I'd say the other the other two options we were presented were, was more like vignettes yeah. of uh, different things happening mm-hmm. in one image. I think that's partially what like drew me. Also, just mm-hmm. the octopus lady looks awesome. <laughs> I, I can't deny that. No denying the octopus lady. Oh, I have to write that down. Um, Neat. Quick, that's a song title. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so how do you how do y'all um you know, like big artists when they come up with their song titles, they like say the name of the song like seven times in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um So like speaking on what, what you will be releasing in the future, is it is it you know, are you taking the indie route for all of those names or you're like, uh this song is about cars, but I'm gonna call it chicken foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, we do. We do have a tendency, I'll say, to like title it something that we don't say in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or something that like only gets said. Only once gets said once. That's my in, favorite. In That's like verse. a tasteful hint. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Based. I, I mean, the songs that we've that are far enough along to like have a set title. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's pretty much like the same mix of songs as the first album in terms of like some of them mm-hmm. like have the actual title in the lyrics and then some just like don't at all yeah yeah i guess curiosity isn't said in the song curiosity's not said no. in the song um just kind of just yeah. our new one uh, one of our new ones that we new year's new eve year's that we eve. yeah that doesn't have the that <laughs> yeah. doesn't have the words new year's eve in it yeah um yeah just i like i like song titles that can help inform the audience about mm-hmm. what the song is kind of about uh-huh um i think i think our titling partially we don't we don't intentionally do this but i'd say it probably partially stems from like what style we're doing so like yeah. the more like the more straightforward poppy ones like that's gonna be like something in the chorus is gonna be the title of the song mm-hmm. next song is um, called california but then when, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when we're like getting a little bit more conceptual with mm-hmm. the song then it's like we want the title to represent the concept even if that exact wording isn't in the lyrics mm-hmm. okay hmm. um yeah no i uh i i figured i'd ask because i'm always i'm always interested in in how people name their songs mm-hmm. um it's tough sometimes very tough yeah i think I, I do very much I, I definitely I like when it's like the title has like nothing like no, either nothing to do with the song or like um 
or uh, or it's like how like uh, like oh this song is 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 uh, it's about a car crash, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but the but the name of the song is I'm gonna um, call it Killer Whales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I definitely like prefer where it's like the the title is just kind of like like uh this is what the song's about but it's never like explicitly yeah. said in the mm-hmm. song yeah. I, yeah. I like that it's mm-hmm. very it's it, it it feels right you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it <laughs> yeah. feels like like that's how songs were meant to be named mm-hmm. in in a way i don't know how to i don't know yeah. how to explain that but it just it yeah. feels right um yeah like thinking of like other other forms of art mm-hmm. like you know a lot of movies and books out there like they'll they'll have title i mean some of them have titles where like that's written somewhere in the book yeah but then there's other ones where it's like it's not exactly like mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. to what's being said like or the title gives the informs the audience of like a larger narrative or like a uh, not a metaphor but you know what i mean yeah. a symbol mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, like the skin just like a 1940s Italian book about Italy during the war. It's like the skin of Italy. And it's gruesome and excellent. A great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> it's a weird tangent, but. <laughs> no, I was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking of uh, uh, what are we? Some kind of suicide squad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's the title. Oh, he says the thing. thing. Roll credits. The movie's over. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I'm going to think about that like all day now. (laughs) What is this song? Some kind of bohemian rhapsody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Are y'all y'all interested in any way, shape, or form in the the Snyder Cut for Justice League? No. What are are? You <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? I respect both those answers. Yeah. I mean, no judgment on somebody who is looking forward to yeah. that. I just, but just not. Yeah. Is it the same people? Is it yeah. like Jason Momoa? Yeah. So it's um. It's the, only one it's the Justice League movie, but you know the ori- the the original director. Uh, was it Zack Snyder? Right? Zack Snyder, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he like left halfway through the movie, oh. and so who was the new the Josh new director? Whedon. Yeah, that guy, Joss Whedon, was like, all right, I'll finish it up, and apparently that like made it worse. And then someone mm. was like, release the original version. So now they're releasing four hours of the Justice League. Uh, nah. And I'm gonna watch it, not okay. because I am excited to, but because it's like. You know when someone's like, "Oh yeah, I like that version, but I like this version better." And you're like, "Oh, I've never, yeah, I've never you're seen like, that." I, gotta, I, guess. I can't listen to what other people say. I want to check it out for myself. Yeah, and get I can't my own just opinion. be like, you know yeah. what, that guy's right. I do like it. I've never seen it, but I do like it. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Four, it's like four hours and yeah. some change of 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 my least favorite Batman, my favorite <laughs> Superman. I mean, I guess not the only Wonder Woman, but what's her name? Linda Carter hasn't been like Wonder Woman for like mm-hmm. what is Linda Carter years. the Wonder Woman in that? No, she or was is it Gal, Gadot? Uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, oh. but doesn't she makes um she makes a cameo I think in one of the Wonder Woman movies. The she does. She pops up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
so just a Wonder Woman. I don't. I still don't know how I feel about the new Wonder Woman. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> a fun time to watch. It. Yeah. Um, and then, what? Like the only live action Flash? Uh, no, I, I guess yes and no. It depends. On yeah. yeah. Um, the CW Flash. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of the CW Flashes. Baby Flash. Uh, that horrible cyborg. Um, oh, cyborgs in the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. It's a recent That guy from Teen Titans. That's <laughs> to say, I know Teen Titans. Dude, Teen Titans Cyborg one. is He was cool, man. What a great character. The the new Cyborg is it's like uh y- did y'all watch the the Transformers movies? The Hell the, yeah. uh, the no. you never saw them? <laughs> no. really the like first the one is absolutely <laughs> worth the watch. Okay. Everything yeah. after <laughs> that is terrible. Okay. It well it's not okay. I'm not going to talk about the Justice League anymore until I'm done talking about this because it is extremely important to me that everyone knows this. The first Transformers movie, amazing. It came out when I was like eight and I saw it on my birthday. Greatest experience of my life. Everything after that is basically, I mean, it's the same thing. It's giant CGI robots beating the mess out of each other and Shia LaBeouf for like three movies is like screaming. It's all about the spectacle. He's like gone. Um, Everything after the first movie, though, either no, it, factually, one hundred percent, everything after the first movie contradicts the last one. Okay. The first movie is like this is the first time we've come to Earth. Bumblebee and then it's like, is your they came earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the second movie is like we've been around since the pyramids. Bumblebee <laughs> is still your car. And the third movie we've been is like since the dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> had, like, di- had like transformer dinosaurs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking um, of dinosaurs, uh, no, no, no. You actually, um, the T Rex, the T Rex, uh, Grimlock, by the way. Yeah, Grimlock. That dude. I love Grimlock. It, when okay, I was after watching like the movies that came before. I was like, well, it's just gonna be big robots and ooh, robot dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, robot dinosaurs. <laughs> so I will say, speaking of dinosaurs, robot dinosaurs are exactly really cool. yeah. But have you ever watched the original like actual movie? Like the 86 the, one? I have. That one's the best, though. That one is... Ooh. That's actually the best. Yeah, no. That one's the, that one's the best movie. It's got a better soundtrack. Best uh, Transformers TV series is Beast Wars. Yeah. Beast Wars is the most disgusting-looking Transformers <laughs> media there is. It is... I think I the, remember watching it. It's dude, got the animation yeah. by the guy who does uh, the show Reboot, if you're watching mm-hmm. that. No, I haven't. But, uh, it is yeah, Beast Wars is, like, The God-tier. ugliest Transformers ever, but I, I, like, couldn't keep my eyes mm-hmm. off of it. It's, like... Optimus, was it... Optimus Manimal. Optimus Primal. He was yeah, like a, a he was like a big gorilla <laughs> that would like transform. It was really well, maybe cool. I haven't seen it. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. That does not ring a bell. It was um it was like what like late I was mid to young, late nineties. Young Dan. It was so you you know that that uh that 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 famous nineties CGI where everything is very like muddy and the same color <laughs> all yeah. over. It was like that except like purple rat Ooh, robot okay. and oh, stuff okay. like that. Well, they were like they were like. I mean, I Robot animals. So I, I don't it. know. I don't even it's know how to describe it. It's it's like I said, the ugliest Transformers, but I couldn't keep my eyes off like of it. There's mm-hmm. a cheetah. There's yeah. There's like a cheetah, a like rat thing. Too. Yeah. All the bad guys are like bugs. Speaking of bugs, y'all ever watch Big Bad Beetleborgs? No. Dude, no. significantly <laughs> better than Power Rangers. Y'all, really? y'all like the Power Rangers? Wow. I mean, yeah, oh yeah. I, was, I grew up with Power Rangers. Big Bad Beetleborgs is significantly better. I just like. I don't know. There's something about like three kids transforming into Power Rangers, but with like 
beetle bits on that. <laughs> that sounds weird, but it's really cool. Um, yeah, like I was saying about Transformers, everything after the first movie is just contradicts the last. It's like what? Bumblebee's first time on Earth was whenever the first movie took place. And then they're like, actually, we've been here since the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Also, we fought in like World War II and Bumblebee was there. I don't know how we got back to our home planet but he made it back that and then forgot really he came weird. to Earth. That must have been really weird having the Bumblebee car in the 1930s. <laughs> Chevy Camaro? Yeah. Chevy Camaro with all the other Volkswagens? That's like the worst part is like in the first movie, he's like, he like starts out as a beetle and then Sam's like driving him around and he's like, ooh, fancy Camaro. And then he's like a Camaro. And then at some point they're like, oh yeah, by the way, Bumblebee was like a Jeep in World War II. <laughs> yeah. But in the first movie we like saw him land on Earth. So I don't know. It's wild. And then the most recent one, the Bumblebee movie was good. Mm-hmm. That is like, have you all seen that one yet? No. Worth it. If you like the explodey, big fighty, like destroy the city Transformers movies, this one's a million times better. The soundtrack's um, really good too. It's so good. And Bumblebee is a beetle the whole time. Okay, cool. So it's worth it. Absolutely yeah. worth it. I didn't like it when they changed it to like the modern Camaro. Yeah. Which I think looked like trash. Very, yeah. And I, I can was actually like, why don't you that. just stick with like the 1970s Chevy Camaro peak? Peak. Hmm. Who's your favorite Transformer? Hmm. If you don't remember their name, if you describe them, I can probably like rip it from my memory banks forcefully. I kind of like, like Starscreamer, even though he was annoying in like a Decepticon. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he was like kind of camp. I liked it. I liked him. Yeah. I liked uh, Ratchet. The, in the, oh, in the Explodey movies, he was like the green uh, rescue vehicle. Oh yeah, he was fun. Yeah, he was okay. the like the medic of the group. Yeah. And then there was uh, Ironhide, the weapons guy who like, <laughs> he like, in the first movie, like almost shot Sam's face off, like the the first time they met. That was hilarious. But um, yeah. If, if you watch the first movie, don't watch anything else. I won't. Except the Bumblebee movie. Okay. And, and Beast Wars. Watch Beast Wars. <laughs> okay. If you can find it, I don't even remember how I watched that as a Beast child. Beast Wars is but... streaming on Tubi. Uh, that's the that's that like. It's the app I love so much. Yeah, yeah. It's like free, yeah, it's but free. there's like ads. It's so awesome it's like, though. Nah. It's called the Transformers shows on there too. Um, any movies that y'all are excited for? Excited for? Hmm. How do y'all feel about movies? <laughs> I can appreciate a good movie. Yeah. I like them. I um, can't. I don't think any. I don't know what's coming out. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself like a buff mm-hmm. of yeah. movies, but like, I mean, I definitely have like a taste in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like. I don't really keep up with like. What the latest like offerings are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like if something comes out and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. That looks alright. Maybe I'll, I'll see it. Maybe I won't. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I've had like, I usually I follow like directors. I'd say. Ah, okay. Like okay. Like Tarantino movie comes out, I'll I'll definitely see it. <laughs> Tarantino. Um, or like great movies, really weird dude. Yeah, really weird dude. <laughs> the yeah. weirdest man. Uh, like. I had, a, I had a Kubrick phase at some point. I watched a lot of yeah. Stanley Kubrick movies. Um, if Edgar Wright comes out with anything, I gotta see what Edgar Wright has to come out with. Uh, see, I, I like, I studied um, 1970s feminist Italian film in Ooh. college. So it's very niche, very liberal artsy. I mean, that actually um, sounds like really good movies. They're really good films. <laughs> like uh, Nina Wurtzmuller, very good. Uh, she directed The Skin, okay. which is like, 
It's a really good movie. It was peak Italian overdubs, mm-hmm. and it's 19... I think it was shot in 1970s, but it's about, like, the World War Two in Italy mm-hmm. and about the machismo, and there's some, like, really good kind of camp horror that goes on in it. Okay. It's fun. It's funny. <laughs> so. Funny. It, Wait, I mean, yeah. World War Two Italy? Yeah, funny. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> No. Adam um, Sandler makes an appearance. Sandler, yeah. <laughs> Control the entire Millennium Falcon. Everyone's just standing it's behind crazy. him, just like staring at him. Like, I guess we'll just, I guess we'll just stand here while he does this, and he like completely turns the tides of an entire like planet-wide war. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. And we'll just like, I don't know. We'll never get that in the movies, and that just kind of stinks. Yep. I don't know. We could have had that, I think, but. Just didn't. <laughs> Disney wanted that money. Yeah, we we could have had like, like stormtrooper Jedi, but we didn't. Like if we take time to plan out this trilogy, <clears throat> we're missing out on money. <laughs> the more time we take to make good movie, the less money we make. That's right. Dang, we could have had like a true redemption arc for Kylo Ren, but mm-hmm. no, they were like, all right, we're gonna take two scenes and make him good guy. Mm-hmm. I was like wild. He just was like. He tried to kill Rey, and then by, like, the third movie, he's like, no, I love her. Then they're just snogging on each other. Oh, don't even get me started. Look at Star Wars, right? Everybody <laughs> just at some point is into each other, and it's just like the South. It's strange. It is, is I don't know. It was this, the same bad guy for, <laughs> I can't do math, three, six, nine movies. Nine movies, and it's the same bad guy for every single one of them. And they tried to like, oh, but you don't know it's the same bad guy. And it's like, yeah, it's we clone, didn't know, but it's still, it's the same bad guy. It's wild. Mm-hmm. The clone thing is... There's a clear version of that in like comics, actually. Yeah. That they did with that. But they No, they definitely, I think they they did have a Palpatine clone thing at one point. Yeah, it's a cool comic. Actually, you might yeah. get it here soon. It's really sick. Yeah. Uh. And then there, they had the Clone Luke and the Thrawn trilogy, which was pretty interesting. The name's great. Um, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Clone Luke is just Luke with two U's. <laughs> it was wild. Not you with an umlaut? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Just two of them right next to each other. <laughs> wow. A double U. A double U. <laughs> and uh, they actually, they pulled a, um, they pulled, the sequel trilogy pulled a Thrawn trilogy by... Having you know, Luke lost lost Anakin's lightsaber, Cloud mm-hmm. City, and then it just kind of like shows up again in the Thrawn trilogy. Trilogy. So he's like, he's got to fight himself to clone him, and you know, you're like, oh my god, are they gonna fist fight each other? Like Luke's just gonna chop him in half with his lightsaber. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, he has he's his got- dad's lightsaber. Oh, but um. They never really dive into it. Just like in the movies, that short little bug-eyed alien thing is like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Anakin's lightsaber. Um, <laughs> it's just in my basement in a box. Yeah. Have never going to explain mm-hmm. how that... Yeah. yeah. You're, uh, you're a Jedi now. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. That was um, that was pretty wild. Star Wars music. So if we're going to bring it back around. Bring it music. back to music. Amazing. Good. Great. So John good. Williams, man. I, um... I I think the Star Wars soundtrack is probably just for all of the movies favorite soundtrack probably ever. Yeah. And that I mean that seems pretty like like oh then you probably haven't seen many movies, but it's just like 
not only is it iconic, but it's like the only soundtrack that I could listen to and just sort of like, I, I could like plop on my couch and listen to it. Most other movies, I feel like I would have to like watch the movie in yeah. order to like listen to it at the same time. But um, the Star Wars soundtrack, dude, I could just like, yeah. I just turn it on and like pass out. It's just that good. Like uh, Skyrim soundtrack is like that. That's got yeah. a great soundtrack. But yeah, yeah, Star Wars soundtrack is probably like one of one of my favorites, other than Jurassic Park. Um, also, John Williams. Yeah, <laughs> there's some Jaws in there. Yeah, Jaws. Oh yeah. man, I remember the first time I saw that movie. I was like ten. Great movie. Yeah, scary stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I never, you know, I always watch older movies and I see like the way they did practical effects, and I'm like, how could anyone find this in any way scary? You know, yeah. you, you like see yeah. you see Jaws like pop up on the boat, and you're like, "That's that's a robot." Like that's yeah. very obviously like a robot. Like, well, there's a reason why like in those types of movies they like hold off on showing you what it is. Exactly. Yeah, and like part of it is an artistic decision, but it's also like a technical constraint. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but it's it's I don't know. It's it's still like like I definitely felt it when I was like younger, and even after I'd seen it the first time, where I was like, "Yeah, this is like." This could definitely scare you. And then they're like, oh, here's the shark. And you're like, no, that's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> just pops out of the water. He's like, his mouth just, ah. It's very, it's very awkward seeing, like, like watching the movie and you're like, oh, ooh, here comes the shark. And then he pops out of the water. But, um, no, yeah, really, realistically, John Williams is 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 my favorite composer. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does scores. He <laughs> um, and then there's, um, who did, you gotta, you gotta help me. I know, we're like, we're like on the same wavelength. Yeah, you know, you know the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of a whole different movie right now that I love the soundtrack for. So uh 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 we both the the puppets. Jim movies? Yeah, yeah, but puppet movie. No 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 not labyrinth. Dark crystal. Yes. Okay, we're going on that track. Um oh see now I have to Because you're you're thinking about scores and I'm thinking about like You're you thinking know. of uh Chili Down. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of like a whole different musical score than that right now. Uh, you guys are like, yeah, John Williams and I'm thinking like other things. Uh, who did who did the Dark Crystal soundtrack? Because that's like that's also one of my first. Have you guys seen the Dark Crystal? I've nope. watched part of it with a friend, and then oh, we man. could not make it through. It's it's so it's good. It's a slog at the same time. If you're not used to that style, because it's yeah. so unique. Trevor like Jones, time. that man. I was not in the mindset. I think to watch it. That also might have something to do with it. The only mindset yes. you could be in to watch the Dark Crystal is just self-hatred <laughs> I don't know if you should not watch it sober honestly I was yeah I was very sober watching yeah, it I was like uh, I was gonna say I like had to be sober watching it the first time because I was like eight yeah. yeah um that's a that's a, you you haven't seen it no I've not it's, seen it it's do you like puppets are you your puppet yeah, puppet puppets pretty cool it, then you have to see pretty it. cool you have to see it that is like I think that's that that movie got me into like puppets and like like as not music in general but just sort of like movie movie scores mm-hmm. um because it was just like it was like wild this was like uh i know that's a puppet but it really looks like it's like singing and playing that instrument and then there was labyrinth with david bowie mm-hmm. 
David Bowie should have worn different pants in that movie. <laughs> I think what the labyrinth is, I told you last night, is it's great when you're kind of like, movie, this is awesome, it's super weird. Then you watch it like, you know, high school and older, and you start looking at David Bowie, and you're like, how did he get away with that? Yeah, <laughs> you put that in a children's how, movie. How are they like, not like, you should switch those pants, man. Like, you're good. It's totally chill. Have y'all seen Labyrinth? Not Both in a long them? time. Okay. Well. So, this thing I didn't know until actually pretty recently, but I don't know how I didn't know this, but there is, so y- y'all, y'all remember the Fushigi, that little crystal ball thing that they yeah. had? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so David Bowie's got one of those in the movie, and turns out, like, while he's just, like, standing there talking, there's just some dude at, like, butt cheek level with David <laughs> Bowie, like, doing this Fushigi-type deal while he's, like, talking. And it's, like, it's really awkward watching the behind-the-scenes where David Bowie, I'll see, David Bowie's just, like, letting off like the coolest dialogue ever he's tight you know like the 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 goblin kingdom and like the labyrinth huge mm-hmm. maze and all the monsters and stuff and just knowing some dude is down there like right by his butt cheeks just like <laughs> doing my fushigi deal i'm gonna be so famous from this you know mm-hmm. um that also that also has a really good soundtrack a lot of um david bowie is wonderful yes yeah, he's really, really cool i well mm, David Bowie, yeah, no, David Bowie's cool. Um, I, I, uh, I remember seeing that movie and being like, oh yeah, okay, I could, I, you know, I like, I like the songs that he sings in this. This is good. And then now I like, I listen to his actual music, and I'm like, yeah, he's got to like, they need to like revive him and make make more movies with him singing on them because mm-hmm. it was like, especially fantasy movies. I think. Um, we need more fantasy movies that's less like Lord of the Rings soundtrack and more just like campy artists singing mm-hmm. cool goblin song mm-hmm. type deals. Um, we need we need more bands playing. We need more bands playing less like teenage movies and we need more bands playing like. Yeah, like uh, fantasy movies, stuff like that. And I, I mean, I'm not even specifically talking about like a. Uh, like a tiny moving parts playing mm-hmm. a new like Lord of the Rings spinoff movie, but more more of just like like I, I just need more fun lyrics to sing along yeah. when I'm like driving down the road instead of thinking about how the violin sounds. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, you need more songs about like werewolves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Way to plug. Yeah, yeah. I uh, cause I it's like uh, was there's that one one Lord of the Rings song. It's like the Misty Mountain song or whatever. It's like really good. You know, you can sing that song and then the rest of it is like, you gotta like hum the tune. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think there needs to be more singing in fantasy movies because they're so much fun to watch. I like seeing the little dwarves run around and <laughs> fight with the elves or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been, let's see. It's been three hours almost, and mm-hmm. I have to go clean my room because <laughs> we all went out last night, and I was a designated driver, so nothing got done. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll, I guess, I guess we'll, we'll we'll call it quits for now, and yeah. and um, love to hear from you guys again. For sure. Yeah, we'll um, be back when when, we when this is yeah. all not this i guess yeah. Um, yeah 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 i'd love to have you guys back um we'd love to be back do you want to plug anything in on the end here uh socials 
uh, friends, upcoming releases, uh, things to look out for from y'all. Yeah, so, I mean, Instagram, at pretty.crimes. Uh, we have a Facebook. Don't have a Twitter. Facebook. Not on, not on Twitter. Appeal to the older crowds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a, a live stream concert coming up on April 1st. I don't know if the podcast will be out by then, but... Uh, That's what, like two weeks away? Yeah. I can probably... That either will be that. happening or has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for watching or thank you for coming to watch Yeah, soon. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's... That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think like we later this year, probably having some stuff coming out. But before then, yeah, we're hoping like yeah, hoping uh, in the next like couple months we'll be able to get into a studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got some. We got at least a song planned for a single that should be a fun time. When are y'all expecting to release the next set of music? Like album, I think. I mean, probably sometime like next year, like twenty twenty two. Like we gotta. Probably the second half of this year, we'll start Duke Studio work mm-hmm. for it. Um, right now, we're kind of like still writing and refining songs. Yeah. Um, but it should be a good one. Yeah. A little biased. I'm a little biased here. A little biased. It's going to be trash. Yeah. <laughs>